post-game podcast at Vikings.com. It's your play-by-play voice, Paul Allen, with analyst Pete Bursich. Uh, we have bad news. The Minnesota Vikings lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 20-17, to meaning the Vikings are 6-2 and in their home openers at U.S. Bank Stadium. Baker Mayfield, Mike Evans, and the Buccaneers leave with the money. But uh, the A topic today absolutely was losing the turnover battle. Oh, no question. I mean, that's that's a huge part of it. Whenever you, you know, whenever you, you're minus three, you win 7% of the time. So it's very, very difficult to overcome three mistakes on offense, three turnovers on offense, especially where they were. You pointed this out earlier, Paul. Two of the three were in the red zone. Taking points off the board. And then defensively, you don't produce any turnovers. The defense played way better than anything that we saw, I think, a year ago, Paul, but still not getting any added possessions with turnovers. Um, you get a game that ends, ended like the one you just saw. And then a couple you know, little mistakes toward the end, you know, the Jay Ward being offsides and you know, too many men on the field with Lewis Seen. So the young players yeah, making a couple big mistakes in big times, big time spots. Uh, more analysis coming up soon, but uh, let's hear from Kevin O'Connell and his press conference right after the game. All right, uh, you know, disappointing, uh, disappointing start to our season um, from a standpoint of uh, wanting to come in and, and you know play a clean game from a uh, execution standpoint, uh, wanting to do some certain certain things in all three phases, um, but when you lose the turnover battle three to nothing and, and have a few critical penalties on some third downs either or fourth downs either to allow conversions or make those opportunities either uh, shorter or potentially convert. Um, you're doing a lot of things to help uh, the opponent. And, and uh, all credit to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They came in and played a good, hard-fought game. Um, but I did feel like there was quite a few self-inflicted uh, mistakes that uh, hopefully we can get ironed out and move forward and, and uh, you know feel strongly about what the core of our football team is. I thought defensively those guys battled, um, you know, clearly did some really good things, um, some, some great uh, downs handling the communication of altering, you know, looks and checks with the crowd noise, which was fantastic today. Um, we gave them a short field, um, which was, you know, self-inflicted. And then, uh, you know, we just, we just couldn't, uh, you know, ultimately hold the football enough with those penalties on some moving drives uh, that, that were pretty critical there to our overall chances and, and uh, got to give credit for, to Tampa. Uh, but I think our guys are you know, a football team that has handled adversity before. And uh, we're going to get a great opportunity to do that this week with a, a heck of a challenge going on a short week to a, a very good football team's place. Yeah, from your point of view, what did the Bucs do defensively to stop the run and the play action? They're very physical. And they, you know, they didn't really, um, I think they, uh, to say they stopped the play action pass would be um, there were some explosives to be had there. They were they were uh, pretty you know active in the edge pressures and uh, really you know a couple of the you know quarterback hits came on some unscouted third down looks that we were able to kind of handle moving forward and convert. It was just a lack of uh, run game efficiency that uh, you know we hoped uh, we would be better on and and uh, we had some injuries on the offensive line um, where a couple guys kind of came in and out and, and ended up with. Uh, some different groups in there at times, but no no excuses whatsoever. Uh, our expectation was to compete uh, in the run game, and and uh, they've historically been a very very good heavy front to run against. Um, that uh, showed up today, and they were exactly that. There were no surprises there, um, and I thought we you know just didn't uh, execute from a physicality and and an overall plan the way we had hoped, and and that's on me. 
Kevin, this team had a lot of comeback wins, a lot of close wins last year. Yep. There was no carryover this year. Did, did you sense something different in the team that they did they have the feel that they had last year? No, no. I, I thought we, you know, we had a the previous third down before, um, you know, giving the ball back to Tampa at the end. I thought we had a chance to convert there, uh, potentially with a down the field um, kind of look with how that coverage played out. Um, and they made a good play on the outcut. And then we just we couldn't get back on the field. And our defense had been great all day long, but. Uh, Four-minute offense versus four-minute defense, and they found a way to make that play at the end. Um, and uh, that's where we've got a, our defense, like I said, uh, leaning on them as much as you do when you lose the turnover battle three to nothing. Um, they did everything they could to help us win this game, and, and we'll come together as a team and find ways to play better complementary. Um, and it starts with the turnovers and, and a couple of those penalties for sure. But I didn't. Uh, the only thing I felt is, uh, you know, belief that we were going to get it back one more time. Even if we got it back on our own one yard line, um, the expectation was we were going to go down and try to win the game. Do you think they were more physical? Um, there were times in the game where I, I think they, they, they did some things schematically with some safety pressures and things where I kind of talked you out of some plays. Um, and then up front, I just think uh, you know we got to just get a little bit more movement, a little bit more connectedness on our combinations and, and, and try to just get efficient as we possibly can um, and then have ways of generating explosives in the run game to pair with uh, the ability to get Justin going and, and Jordan and some of these other guys, TJ in the pass game, uh, while protecting Kirk. It's got to come together um, you know, overall a little bit better than it did today. Well, you know at this point, obviously, maybe more to find out, but do you expect Garrett Bradbury will have a chance to go Thursday? Yeah, I, I would classify him as day-to-day. -day. I know, uh, you know, he's, he's uh, you know, it was a low back, and, and um, he had some soreness in there, something that just kind of popped up um, throughout that part of the game. And, you know, Schlote comes in and tries to do the best job he can, but center quarterback exchange on one, and, and uh, then, uh, you know, just some miscommunication in some other spots. So. Whether whether Garrett's able to turn over on a short week, uh, or you know it'll it'll be slowed out there, or whatever combination we decide to go with, um, you know we'll put together the plan that works. Well, you know hopefully getting Garrett back as soon as we can. Uh, CD did come back in the game from uh, from his ankle um, and toughed it out. I'm sure he'll be sore, but we'll be fighting like crazy to make it. And then uh, just to update you guys uh, on Davenport. Um, just kind of something that uh, it looked like he was progressing. Didn't look like uh, uh, you know, we we knew we'd be up against it, um, but he uh, he just couldn't quite get to that point where uh, we could we could get him feel feeling comfortable to go and, and didn't want to you know have him start out like that. And so now he'll have a chance to you know hopefully get some treatment and, and he'll be the same thing kind of day to day on that as well. Yeah, just you know, calling kind of a quick game concept. Uh, they double JJ to the right. Um, TJ's kind of got some inside leverage at the three spot. So really, that ball is going to be pretty quickly defined to either KJ or Jordan Addison, kind of chasing him in there. Um, you know, and, and Kirk thought he had a chance to put it in there uh, with some. You know, which it's going to be tight windows down in the red zone. I didn't, I didn't mind the decision. Um, we'll take a look at it. Whether the location could have been better, uh, but ultimately, um, you know, I want him to be aggressive. Uh, we 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 fit that ball in that window and score. Everybody thinks it's a you know great execution, and that's what this league is um, against good defenses. So, um, you know, moved it down there in that two-minute mode and, and really efficiently. Uh, stole some yards there at some times with some chunks through the pass game, play pass, screen game today. 
uh, to go along with uh, you know some drop back kind of effective plays with how they were playing coverage to some of our guys. Coach, after a game like this, how grateful are you of a short week and being able to get back out there? Yeah, it's a it's a good question. I mean, we different circumstances than last year. Uh, we had a tough loss and then played right on Thanksgiving right back here. Um, but our guys responded and, and handled the way we prepared for a very tough opponent last year um, like that. And, and we're going to have to do the same thing. We're going to have to travel. Um, and we're going to have to, you know, this is, this is tough times um, when you get this week two short game and you're, you love the fact that you're at home to open. Um, but no, whether we won or lost today, this was still going to be um, a heck of a challenge. And, and now that we uh, didn't get it done today, uh, we just have to have that much more urgency, that, that much more detail. Um, everybody's got to look inward, and, and we got to push, persevere together. Um, this uh, this is not our first time dealing with adversity, um, and my hope is we'll we'll circle back on some of that experience and play our uh, best possible game we can play Thursday night. Is it possible your team is distracted by this Jefferson contract stuff? Say that one more time. Is it possible that your team was distracted? Distra I got you. People talking about Jefferson's contract. Yeah, I, I can't, uh, you know, I can't comment on that. All, all I know is, you know, we seemed incredibly dialed in um, all week long. We did have a good week of preparation. Um, and, you know, every player on the team, we couldn't wait to get out there today uh, to, to go try to get a win. And, and we didn't get it done. So, um, but, uh, but I'm sure, you know, you would have to ask some of our players or any of those guys, because from my perspective, uh, we, were, we, uh, we were ready to go. Kevin, how comfortable did you feel with all the personnel groupings that you used and just that process? How did you feel that way? Yeah, I think it, uh, I think it went pretty well. The one thing you find is, um, you know, if you're in those bigger groupings, you know, potentially uh, it can keep you. If the play is not efficient, is not effective, um, you can be in, you know, immediately, you know, into a substitution world where you got to put uh, different groupings in the game. It slows your ability to go fast down. And we've got ways of doing it, but uh, that's where the efficiency comes in. And quite frankly, it's just going to be something we've got to be better at. Um, and that's you know on us as coaches and the execution by the players. And um, it's something we'll go right back to work on. How did you think some of the rookies responded to that, the bright lights? Today? Yeah, I, you know, I, I remember Makai made a nice play down the right sideline, um, down the field. Jordan obviously showed up. Uh, there was a couple other plays where uh, you know we just had some mental errors in some different spots, um, not sending a motion one time, and uh, just kind of made the concept a little murky on a third down. But that had nothing to do with Jordan. He was, he was good. Um, you know, I thought there was a lot of guys across the board uh, that really got either their first action or significant action, um, and they showed up. Uh, but uh, if you, you ask those guys in the locker room right, down, right now, uh, nobody did enough to win the game today. And, and collectively as a team, we've got to own that and move forward. Kevin, do you, um, with, with Justin, do you need to have a conversation with him and just make sure that, that you know, the business side is done with and, you know, just football from now on? Yeah, we, yeah, we, well, I, you know, it's daily dialogue with Justin, um, you know, as, as much as I possibly can. Um, he knows that, uh, you know, I support him 100% and, and uh, you know, he was all in uh, today and really has been, so. Uh, you know, we would have loved to, to get something done uh, with Justin, but the decision was made, and, and I, I do not for one second believe that, uh, that uh, you know, Justin is not going to put his best foot forward like he did today and uh, really was, was pretty darn special today. 
Coach, I know you haven't assessed the tape yet, but Brian, uh, Brian Osmond Jr. didn't play a lot. Ivan Pace Jr. did. Yeah. What did you see from the rookie? Did, what did you think? Yeah, I know that uh, the plan was there was going to be a little bit of a rotation there. Um, so I'll have to look at it. Uh, you know, keeping up with the snap counts, you know, play to plays. Uh, maybe one day I'll be able to do that, but uh, um, I'll take a look at it. And um, I think we feel really good about kind of a three-man grouping right there. But IP had earned the right to be on the field. Um, Brian had to deal with you know an injury through camp, and those reps were really valuable. We still you know we still feel great about Jordan, IP, and and uh, Brian and, and and Troy also uh, with his ability to step in there and made some good plays on teams. Um, so that inside backer group is a, is a strength for us. Thanks, guys. So KOC, the only coach in the history of Minnesota Vikings football to win at least 13 games in his first season. Last year, the Green Bay Packers rolled in here and the Vikings rolled said division rival. I mean, how much different was today compared to last year from an energy standpoint and certainly the outcome? Well, there's there's a ton of differences. I mean, uh, you know, one of the things is, 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 you know, losing Davenport right before the game. Yeah. So that's a huge loss. I mean, he's a guy that, you know, we was you know brought in to to you know uh, be one of our, replace Darius Smith, bring right? physicality. One of, our, one of our key, yes, bring that physicality. He's out, so you go into that, and then uh, new you know uh, Bradbury lasts what two series, five, six, seven plays, whatever that was. Then Darius so saws out for a minute, and Oliudo's right. in there. Oliudo in there, um, you know, so that you know that part of it, that's <laughs> that those are you know those are bumps in the road, right? You can overcome those things, but. To piggyback that on top of the turnovers, and the other thing is, you, you look at what this, how we lost this game, and not just the turnovers, but you look at that next layer. We threw the football seventy-four percent of the time today. Wow. Seventy-four. How did Tampa Jeez. turn this game around? Yeah. They turned this game around in the second half by handing the ball off on first down, getting three, four yards. Handing the ball off on second down, getting two, three yards, and then being at third and three and taking what was there. It's not. It's not. You know. It's not beautiful. It's not sexy. It's none of that. It's just move the chains, move the chains, move the chains, and they did that, and that's how they were. That's how they got themselves back into this football game. It was a completely different offense from the first half to the second half, and you know we offensively never got the run game going. Too many loss yardage plays on first down with the you know the screens or the bootlegs. I mean, if you're not running the football, the screens and the bootlegs aren't really going to work very well, especially against this linebacker duo that we faced in Tampa Bay. They're pretty good, but those kinds of plays are not you know they're not going to net you a ton if you don't have a running game that needs to be respected. Well, Jordan Addison caught the first of what will be many touchdowns in his career. The rookie from USC, Alexander Madison, also caught a touchdown pass, but those turnovers. Two of them were in the red zone. Two of them were inside the 20, a fumble and an interception by Cousins. The Vikings lose 20 to 17. And uh, we talked about the turnovers, but how about the game turning in the second half? Justin Jefferson has like 138, 140 at halftime. I mean, you know, he's, he's pushing 300. Are you kidding me? And at one point he had 11 yards in the second half. What happened there? Well, I think it was just a matter of I'd like to see how many snaps that we ran in the second half. We didn't – we had – uh, a horrific time, especially in those last couple possessions, even moving the chains on the first set of downs, right? And so, um, you know, if you don't keep him out there, there's no way for him to get into a rhythm or no way to get into a rhythm, you know? So um, I think that's really the biggest thing is that J.J. just really didn't have much of an opportunity 
to get out there. And this is a team, by the way, that ran single high safety yeah. a lot. And that's where J.J. was He was getting in there. You know, they ran, then they go to two high, and he beats a, he beats somebody right down the middle of the field and could have almost scored a touchdown thanks to Antoine Winfield Jr. with a, with a you know, last-second type tackle. So he, he, the, the flow with J.J. was obviously good. It produced about 150 yards, you know, for the game. So the, the flow was there. It's just those other pieces that need to be around it yeah. weren't. And the mistakes, right? And uh, so it, just, very, just very, very frustrating because they didn't give themselves a chance. They really didn't give themselves a chance to with the turnovers and then defensively not getting the turnovers. Best defensive performance we've seen in a long time. Yeah. But still, uh, you know, not good enough because we were giving up 25 points a game last year. Yeah. Right. So just not just not enough to overcome shooting yourself in the foot that many times. And the man throwing the touchdown passes to Addison and Madison and also to Justin Jefferson is Kirk Cousins. And here's what number eight had to say after the game. All right, three, two. Well, on to Philadelphia for Thursday night football. Uh, it is a 7-15 central game against Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, and uh, the NFC representative in the Super Bowl last year. Uh, we've talked about it all offseason. The Minnesota Vikings schedule markedly tougher than it was last year. You get all four teams from the conference title games, Philadelphia, San Francisco, Cincinnati, and Kansas City. And uh, that gauntlet begins Thursday at Philly. Right, and, and you, get, you have to look at it this way to say, as disappointing as this game was, you have an opportunity now. Number one, you have an opportunity to, to make up for what happened last year, right? You go out to Philadelphia week two and, you know, really get, you know, really get yourself in, in, a, in a tough spot and get beaten. Well, now you have the opportunity to make up for that. And number two, after this performance, you have the opportunity to turn things around. After these first two games, if you said these Vikings were one and one, I'd say, yeah, that makes sense, right? Beat Tampa, lose to Philly and Philly. Well, if you can flip that on its head, that's what they have to do. They, if they can go into Philadelphia on a Thursday night short week on the road, yeah. blah, 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 and beat the Eagles, then I'm going to say, yeah, this team's got some fight in them, and I'd love to see what they're going to do the rest of the season. But, you know, right now there's a lot, to, there's a lot I think that they have to figure out as an identity, especially on offense. Well, for Minnesota Vikings fans that were offended – that the Detroit Lions were the favorites to win the NFC North and also the target at which to shoot, now maybe they're starting to figure things out. I mean, Detroit went to Kansas City and won the game against the champions. Yep. And I know Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey didn't play. Patrick Mahomes did, and it was a road game at Arrowhead. So that's still super tough. Yeah. The Minnesota Vikings, they start their season losing as a favorite against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I love how you laid that out, man. I mean, it's a chance to turn the frown upside down. Absolutely. By going to Philadelphia and not only looking better than last year, how about just winning the game? Right, and, and, and so that's the that's the essential attitude piece of this whole thing, Paul, is, is you know, you, you come out, come away, walk away from a game like this, you have that, that terrible feeling, and then – you have to say to yourself, no, I mean, it's not, oh, my God, here we go. We got to go to Philly. No, this is, hey, look at this opportunity that's standing right in front of us. We have to do what is necessary. I don't care if we have one day of walkthrough practice 
uh, you know, on tu- you know, on Tuesday and then a walk through Wednesday morning before we jump on that plane. Mm-hmm. They have to do as much as they can, be as tight as they can, get as healthy as they can to go out in Philly and put on a great show and, and battle that team. Because no ex- everyone's expecting a blowout right now. Anybody who saw this is going to think this team's going to go into Philly and just get run. Yeah. Now, if they come back and, and make it a game at least and maybe and even win it, it's going to change. It's going to change some minds. But all that matter, all that matters, are the fifty-three guys on the roster, and it might change their minds too. And there needs to be some mind changing here. Uh, Wednesday evening, the first cheesesteak is on me. Okay, sounds good. That's Pete Bursich, analyst for the Vikings Radio Network, and I'm Paul Allen. Sorry for the bad news, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, led by <clears throat> Baker Mayfield, rolled into U.S. Bank Stadium and beat the Vikings twenty to seventeen. That's the post-game podcast at Vikings.com. Thank you